Hi, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you wearing what it do, boo? True. I dig your weirdness. I want some more of it. I want to see more of it. I want to feel more of it. Oh my god. Welcome to the Josh Waring podcast. We appreciate you listening. Merci. All right, guys, welcome back to another live episode of Poetic Charm, episode 57. We have a full house in the building. How's everybody doing? Well, how's everybody? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up, team? How y'all doing? What's up, fellas? What's up, people? Good Lady? night, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night first. I like it. <laughs> good night means hello. I like it. I'm with it. Absolutely. What's going on, good people? Hey, listen. So, uh, Josh, I don't mean to interject. I want to put you guys up on some games. So, I uh, tore my Achilles. And um, it's a pretty major surgery. I also tore some muscle off the I experienced pain 24 hours a day. Um, I took a little bit of a, like a muscle relaxer, so it gets me sleepy. It doesn't really help much. So I don't think I'll make it through the whole show, but I'm, I'm going to make it as long as I can. If you guys start seeing me doing a whole lot of moving around, I'm, I'm trying to work through it. I do my best. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Okay. And what up, Claudis? And yes, so we're let's get right into it with the first topic, which was brought to us by KG, which is a very interesting topic. And I decided to broaden it, right? So the question of the day in this meme was, can a woman be in love with two men at the same time? So I wanted to broaden it and ask, can someone be in love with two people at the same time? And what does that look like for men? And what does that look like for women? This is an excuse to say more wild shit. Yeah. Uh, so I'll I take a stab <laughs> at it, right? So um, so what I did was because it, you know, um, I think sometimes we can be a little short-sighted because we'll think, hey, so women think this way, but we're talking from a man's perspective. It's different. So, um, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, I asked a few females. I said, um it just stays the question the way that it was. And um, surprisingly, to my surprise, the answer was yes. And the answer was yes, because it said, can you love more than one, not be in love with more than one? And I think that that is the key difference. Like, yeah, you can love more than one person, but be in love with more than one person. I don't think that that's necessarily possible, but you can be you can love more than one person. And I'm not talking about like like a family member, but you can love somebody and care about them in that regard. That's from a man's perspective and from the you know, from the uh, survey that I've given out from a woman's perspective also. I would agree. That was gonna be my uh clarification there, right? Can't be in love with more yeah, this is very different. Um <laughs> hey, you can't <laughs> 
personally, I guess I'll speak personally. I could not be in love with two men at the same time, right? There is, I've talked about this before in the past, right? There's only room in the kingdom for one king. Um, so uh, as a woman, I can't have two, I won't have two kings. There's only one man who can fulfill that spot. To have love for other people of the opposite sex, yeah, it's possible, but in love, that's a completely different animal. Absolutely. I'll, I'll go. go ahead, Big Mike. I, I guess I, uh, I kind of agree. Yeah, when I first saw the meme, I thought like, why are we talking about this? Because yeah, you can definitely love more than two, more than one person. I think that's that's that that happens a lot. But yeah, the in love, that's a whole different level. I think that's a lot harder to, um, to 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 do, especially if you're, you know, if you're in love with one person, like you have so much energy and time into that person, it's hard to be able to fall in love with a second person at the same time. So. I agree with the panel on that. Absolutely. And Dust? <laughs> okay. Hi, guys, again. Um, yes. So, what's popping? What's <laughs> popping? Um, for sure, I agree with what you all said. When I saw the topic, I actually like um, sent out something to my friends and kind of like hit up Google. And one of the interesting things that I saw was like, a lot of stuff where it says experts say it's absolutely possible to be in love with two people at once. Um, this is what I, when I Googled, right? And then uh, I got feedback from the group of friends that I sent the message out to. And they were like, some people were like, mm, maybe, you know, depending on what the situation is being totally open to other people's situation that's happening in the world now, like, you know, polyamorous and all of these things that people be doing out here. Um, but from my perspective, I agree with what you said on the panel. Um, I believe you can love as many people as you want to, but the in love, you know, thing, that's where it, it all hits different because the in love comes with so many other things, you know, that it connects to, not just you know, um, as it is pertains to loving people. The in love part has so many different parts to it. Absolutely. And it's very interesting because I agree with everyone here. And I would often like to argue that it's probably normal for people to love more than one person and be and now be in love with more than one person. Now, we, again, we could talk about polyamory and polygamy and things like that. And it's definitely possible and definitely more accepted now than it has been in previous years. So I can definitely see that. I, I guess I see a little bit of a difference because when you're physically intimate with more than one person, usually it's a little bit harder if that other person is aware of the, of the person you're being intimate with and knowing that you're intimate with both parties. That's why I feel like there might be a divide when it comes to having that uh, homeostasis and having it being accepted by all parties and being uh, thriving as people who are, you know, in intimate space. Well, I think that even in, in that type of environment, um, I could see it as a, as a healthy, healthy jealousy, if you will. Right. Um, I am a strong believer that, um, that, uh, women get comfortable after, uh, how about complacent? I think we all get comfortable, but complacent. Um, <clears throat> And 
you know, not to make it all long and drawn out, but sometimes you need a little something to keep a little fire under your ass. I mean, women like men that other women like, as long as they just like them and they don't have access to them. But from my experience, it seems like if that air is there, you know, the, the comfort may not be as comfortable if that was not an option, but it kind of keeps everybody on their toes. Now, again, there's, you know, there's an ebb and flow that like, you know, that that could be detrimental depending on the individual. You know what I mean? But I think that just as a whole, like some, there could be some good takeaways from it. Let's put it that way. That's fair. And Jason said research is definitely important, but most experts don't have firsthand experience. That's definitely true. Data is definitely skewed as fuck. Absolutely. And I like that Destiny got real feedback from real people. Absolutely. Real data. That's how uh, scientists work, right? Expert. Yeah. One one of the things that came back at me as I spoke to people was the, the secondary question is, can you be in love with someone while you're already in a relationship? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Take it to the bank. It's true. <laughs> yes. So right away you think about it like, have you ever, um, uh, not that anybody has to answer, but have you ever been in a relationship and you were not the person to end the relationship, right? So if you were not the person to end the relationship, and in addition to that, you didn't see the end coming, now the relationship is over, but your feelings are not a light switch. You can't just turn it off. So you may move on. Uh, you may fill in gaps. You may sleep with somebody else, but your feelings take a while to, you know, dissolve, so to speak. So, I mean, that's just one example, but I can name a lot of situations. So I think that that's 100 percent accurate. And Claude says, if you are in love with multiple people, you're not in love with anyone. Uh, that's a negative. Uh, that's a negative. <laughs> Care to elaborate, sir? So let me make sure I understand this. Um, we're saying that if you love more than one person, you actually don't love anybody. She said in love. No, she said in love. Yeah. Oh. You just said it earlier, though. So you, you actually agree with her. <laughs> right. So you're yeah, contradicting. I missed the in love part. I, I wanted to disagree with Cole just now, but I, <laughs> I did. I was trying to, but I was like, it, I, I can't. It, it doesn't. You know, e even with being in love, I mean, when you think about it, like when you're in love, you're not in love for the whole relationship. It should, it should be back and forth. It's up and down. You know what I mean? You could be in love and then not. And, and in my opinion, in my experience, like being in love isn't something that you see coming or going. It's just kind of like, you know, you may ask yourself or your partner may ask you, like, are, are, are you in love with me right now? That doesn't mean the relationship is over or it's in jeopardy of being over. I think that if you have experience with being in long-term relationships, you know, sometimes you like them and sometimes you don't like it. It is what it is. Like I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not feeling you right now. I don't want to be around you. I'm going to get something to eat. You hungry or no? You know what I mean? Like there's a difference when you're, when you have that level of commitment to your partner. Does that make sense? 100%. Yep. Yeah, I think the whole topic, it goes back to the age old, um, I guess, uh, not argument, but um, a confusion about being in love or loving someone. A lot of people don't 
know the difference is what you know is what happens. So when the meme comes out, yes, you can definitely love two people because you love people for different reasons. That's the whole thing. So this person you might love them for this, this person for that. But again, to get to that in love state, it's very hard to be in love with two people. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, can I jump in here? Um mm -hmm. I feel like to add to something that like multiple persons said, right? So KG had said something about like getting complacent in a relationship or something of this sort. Um, oftentimes I feel like sometimes, you know, a long-term relationship can end up being like this, um, I don't know, like the sexual connection fades, right? And, and the couple don't know how to keep it alive. And so of course you have this thing where it opens the door for um, falling into I don't know, lust at least, um, with somebody else because of course you're looking for that sexual outlet, right? Because the fire and whatever's happened with you right now is not what you you think it was or whatever. But I guess the inner relationship and finding somebody else in an outside of your relationship starts to happen when, you know, for one person, for example, cheating may just be okay sex and and when the sex is over the cheating ends but for another person it may be a situation where they start to develop real feelings because now you know they're looking at something more after the physical is consummated i think right. what happens also is, is that some people uh they may resort back to something that was previously comfortable like an ex or something like that somebody that they used to have a relationship with, and then it gets more complicated. Like there's no sex involved, but you guys are talking, you guys are building and like, Hey, I didn't hear from you tonight. Like that type of thing, but you got a whole relationship. You know what I mean? So you guys aren't having sex, but I think that, you know, that presents a, a whole nother situation. Just as an example. Yeah. And I think that in that other situation, you can fall out of love with that person and be in love with somebody else outside of your relationship, right? That's what happens. You fall out of that in loveness, if you will. What does it say about you if you think you're in love with two people? Confused. Uh, I would say- <laughs> I think you don't really know what love is if you feel like you're in love with two people. Right, That's a, I feel like that's a symptom of the times, right? Being a, uh, wanting yeah. to have your cake and eating it too without understanding what it takes to make that cake and then eat it as well because those are two totally different things for me personally because when you're in love with someone, then like I feel like everyone else, it kind of disappears unless that door is open and then, then you have the world back- at your feet again but that door is usually shut when you're in love with someone from my perspective i'm kind of with ariel on the confused yeah you'd, you'd be surprised how many people don't know the difference between just loving someone and being in love with someone i think there's a lot of confused you know people out here um in that situation the word love i guess itself you know has this big this is huge for people but they don't really understand the difference a lot yeah, people throw that word love around a lot and Easy. they don't really know what that means. Like no. so so check this out, yo. Why doesn't everybody just like in like a real quick just tell tell what love is? Mm. <laughs> define love. Define love. I, I define right? love for myself. I know what it means to me. Like I make it clear. So, so I don't gonna start? With, I don't play with the word. Like I know 
but you know, I think we, you know, we're, you know, everybody has an opinion. I don't mind starting, but I always start. <laughs> yeah. Start. Interesting about you don't play. Your question. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting about, about how you don't play with the word. <laughs> All right, so I, I got, I got, I got to go back to that. You don't play with the word when you're dumb. But go ahead. All right, so boom, um, um, play with the word. You know what I mean. I don't throw that around. I know what you mean, but yeah. So, um, so to me, um, loving somebody is wanting more for them than they want for themselves. That's that's the long and short of it, right? You know, when you unpack it, I mean, I can explain it more, but when you Want some when you want something more for them than they want them for themselves. It's like you want to see them be great. You want to see them uh, uh, be their higher self, not operate on like a low vibration or you, you know what I mean. You want to push them. You want to encourage them. And if you really love somebody, then you know you don't not selfish with that because that's what love is to me. All right, nice ladies. All right, I'll yeah, go. Man. I'll go. I'll go. Push. <laughs> All right. Um, so for me, when I think about love, I think about giving. I think about giving more of yourself without thinking about what you're getting out of it. That is what I think about when I think about love. I see love as you thinking of the person more than um, just the surface level stuff, right? So, you know, more than, more than just are they okay kind of thing, looking into how to make them better, the better versions of themselves, wanting those deep desires that you would want for yourself for them as well. That's what I think about when I think about love. And I also feel like um, the, normally we feel like love is just what I somebody loves me because they do this for me or they do that for me or, you know, whatever happens, but we never really think about, about me. What do I offer to this? Can I give and constantly give each day without getting what I get? And then re thinking about that again and saying, okay, can I still give until I get what I really and truly want out of it? So that's what I feel when I think about love. Hmm. I want to go last, so I'm gonna let Ariella go. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, to sum it up, right in one word, like Kevin and uh, Destiny said, selflessness, right? Uh, for me, it's caring more for that person really than I care for myself. There's a little gray area in there, right? But like, same face, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, it's similar to what Destiny said, right? Like, caring deeply for them more than just I'm, I'm going to take surface. a screenshot and make another meme off your face. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Let me, let me. Hey, wait, wait, no, wait, wait, don't Listen, go there. Let her let finish. Her finish. We'll let you let finish. finish. Let her don't finish. break down my definition. My definition is different than yours and you don't have okay. to agree with right. it and that's okay. okay. Um, but, you know, just pure selflessness, right? Like when I think about my love, how I give it, um, it's not what I expect to receive, right? It's selfless. That's all I can really say about it. It's hard to break it down in few words. Uh, <laughs> Next. Um, yeah. Because so, I didn't get um, to take a screenshot. So, <laughs> so for me, I, I think it still breaks down to the two different things, loving someone and being in love with 
someone. I think you can love plenty of people, you know, because again, you love them for different reasons. I have close, close friends I love. Like, that's different for me. Being in love is where, to me, you get to that self, everything you guys said, right? All wrapped up in one, the selflessness, caring about, you know, the other person, making sure that they do well. Um, also, um, you know, kind of having that, like, the, the in love part is like, you have that kind of, like, without them, you feel like you won't just be whole at that point, you know, at a certain level. But loving, like, I know Casey don't throw that word around, but. Don't be making faces. I, but you I know, mean, I, I mean, make faces. I went up. I I'm listening. How I listen. His definition. I'm an active listener. I'm listening. Think, Mike. Yeah, I think like I didn't say you don't throw the word around, but you know, I, I don't think is that negative if you love someone, um, even if you're not in love with. Them. Like it's okay to tell them. Like at that point, that's how I feel. I guess the best, best way I can def define it. So. So really quick, um, let me just make it clear. When I said I don't throw the word around, is because, in my opinion, love uh, comes with uh, responsibility and obligation. So for me to tell another person right. that I love them, I stand by that. You know, I'm a man of principle. That's just how I move, right? So if I say that I love them, it don't change. I'm not going to, like... I love you on Tuesday and Wednesday. I ain't fucking with you. You know what I mean? That's not how I move. So I'm very careful with that. Like, I am very aware of the difference between love and lust, the difference between like and care, and the difference from all of those with love. Like, there is a very, very key difference. And I personally don't think that I would be able to know the difference if I didn't love myself, if I didn't make mistakes, if I wasn't careless with my words, if I wasn't responsible for me, that's how I've learned. I know the difference between them. I've been outside a long time, been off the curb for a long time, bro. So, you know, um, not age wise, but experience wise, like interactions and things like that. So um, for me, you know, I don't, you know, you know, people be like, I had a friend tell me, he said, yo, he had his daughter and, and <clears throat> he said, man, I told my daughter, he's like, man, I, I love her. I love you so much. He said, I love you more than I love strawberry milkshakes and i love strawberry milkshake you know what i mean like so what do we you know when you start to put those two on the scale love is love how you compare love to love it is the same thing right so is they're like but i love you more like i never understood that i love you more than i love this person what does that mean right. so i don't feel like that's the real thing i feel like the responsibility the obligation the dedication not just to the person that you told but to yourself that's why I don't play with the word. If I tell you I love you, I meant that shit. And I'm going to mean it for the day I die. Absolutely. And that's what I appreciate appreciate about everyone sharing that. So thank you, everyone, for sharing that. Because as you've all articulated, this isn't something that you just say, you know, as a passing, you know, passing statement. This is this is real shit right here. So I appreciate each and every one of you for essentially bearing your soul for the audience. So I really appreciate that because it was very authentic. And as we all alluded to, or as I'm about to allude to, it's going to be subjective as it should be. It shouldn't be defined by Hollywood. It shouldn't be defined by reality TV. It shouldn't be defined by the media. It should be defined internally. And hopefully that journey starts with the love for yourself as KG alluded to. So for me, what is love and what is being in love? To me, it's a choice, right? And as a conscious individual 
who is aware of our intellectual sovereignty as human beings, meaning that you have the ability to decide to do whatever you want to do, right? No one's putting a gun to your head to do anything. So love is a choice. Being in love is a choice. Seeing the future version of that person and being patient with the current version, that's a choice, right? Love is consciously choosing to put someone else's needs and desires ahead of you and yourself without expecting anything in return. And as we have our, you know, narcissistic society, a lot of people are all about the quid quo pro as opposed to being completely selfless, as you guys were saying, which is why I think it's so important to pick the right person before you give this person immense power over you by having that choice to be in love with them. You know, as you said that something, something um, kind of just pops in my head. I remember a conversation I was having with somebody and they were like, oh my God, I'm, I'm falling in love. Like I fall in love. And the first thing that just popped in my head was like, so you just book it to one, just, just drop. Like, you know, it was, you just fell. Like you had no control over this. You just totally like just fall over kind of thing. Because it's, it's the way they made it sound is if, you know, I'm in no, I'm in absolute no control over myself or my emotions at this point. I just drop, boof, like I'm in there, right? Do you feel that this is something that is true? You just fall right in, no control. What do you think about that? I think a lot of people think that that's how it works. You oh, just fall in. Oh, no, in it's, a, it's a choice to fall. Similar to how we choose to jump out of an airplane. Like, no, regardless, we're falling, right? But you still choose to jump. I think that's taking some of the accountability out of what was going on, right? Like you were there for yeah. all of the parts that caused you to fall in love with this person. Yeah. Whether you choose to believe that you saw it coming or not, that's on you. But you know, you don't just right. fall in love. <laughs> yeah. So I think you have go ahead, KG. So you guys know there's like a science to this also, right? Like, That's where I was going with it. Like, like, especially, like, if I get to know her, I can right. make her fall in love. Fall in love, yes. Like, I was going to say, like, I've told women, you're going to fall in love with me. Like, well before. <laughs> and they fell in love with me. But, but there are people, things that on. lead up to that. That's Agreed. the point. People have certain triggers that trigger them emotionally, right? That trigger their heart to get to this fallen state. So, whether they want to make a choice or not, if you execute these triggers, they will inevitably fall. This is kind of like, like he said, it's like a science to it almost. Right. So I'm not saying that people don't fall in love, but I feel like to say like, oh, I just fell in love and I didn't see it happening. If you learn that woman and you learn what she likes and how to make her fall in love with you, like, you know, this is like, it's an effect. Like she can see it's happening. Like, oh shit, he's doing all the things that he knows I like. And I'm, in love with this guy. Well, it don't just happen overnight. I think also a lot of women haven't had, they haven't been treated properly. You know what I mean? Right. So I think a lot of people don't know what love is. They haven't defined it for the, excuse me, they haven't defined it for themselves. So when that's the case, lots of things feel like love. Lots of things that are unhealthy for you or wrong for you feel right when you don't know what love is. When you've never been in a relationship, you don't know how relationships should go. You don't know your love language. A lot of things can feel like it and seem like it. So it's easy to 
it's easy to give that off, especially if you think like, you know, um, if you care for somebody more than you care for yourself, like doing and th things like that, man, it can get, it can get a, like, you know, it can get a little mixed up. You know what I'm curious about, right? No, what's, what's the next topic? Uh, before we go to the next topic, let me share what my what my peep said, right? So it says, love is security. One person said, another person said, love is indescribable. Another person said, love is about give and take. Another person said, love is respect. Love is being in sync. Love is commitment. In sync. Wow. Those are like all... I don't want to say they're all wrong, they're their opinions, but they're they're, I'm just telling answers. you what it said. Well, well, I, right, well right. to be fair, I think they're very specific because that's what they were lacking in their own relationships. There we go. So that's what I was alluding to is like if you if you haven't got what you've needed and you get what you it's twenty percent. That twenty percent seems <laughs> outstanding. You you've always like you've had a relationship, but you always needed uh words of affection to make you feel like it's complete. Somebody comes in and all they're giving you is words, and then you, next thing you know, you're pregnant. You're not paying attention. You know what I'm saying? These are the facts, man. I'm just telling you the way it is. So Clodis had a question. She asked, so can, can someone make you fall out of love, or are you always in love if, if it wasn't true love, or if it was true love? You can definitely fall out of love. Like that's, Can they yeah. make you? Um, I mean, their actions, I mean, sure. I, mean not I guess their actions, yeah. Definitely. It's the same way someone can make you fall in love, they can make you fall out of love. So love is not conditional. Or is, con or is conditional, sorry. Love is, there, is, is conditional. Is there such a thing as unconditional love then? No. Hell no. <laughs> because... You know, it, you know. I mean, you, you might want it to be, and you might say it, but obviously there are conditions which can make you fall out of love. I mean, we can go through a few. We don't have to, but I think there's, you know, it's pretty. Well, and I think there's there goes the difference again between being in love and loving somebody. Just because I fell out of love with you does not mean I don't have love for you anymore. Correct. I still love Correct. you and care about you, but I'm not in love with you anymore. I can't. I don't know. Let's say. I can't be in this relationship with you anymore, but I care about your well-being. Right. I care about you as a human. Absolutely. That's true. Kind of like a friend. So it sounds like friends on is synonymous with love, but not in love. <laughs> sure. And E-Money says, I feel love is a tool. It can be, it can lift you up or it can destroy you, which is completely factual. And Clodis says, basically, if you truly are in love with someone, do you ever really fall out of love? Yeah. Did she just ask that? I, guess I mean, I that goes back to what KG said about, you know, the ebbs and flows of relationships. Like, you could be in love with your partner one day and, and next week, right? I'm not feeling you. That don't mean that I don't love you. But in love is you go in and out of that when you're in a relationship. Doesn't mean you didn't truly love them. Has everybody on this panel been in love before? Yes. Yes. Look at mind turning right now. <laughs> did Destiny answer? No, Destiny did not answer. 
I was looking at KG's face. I just started laughing. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I've been in love. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Quite. Josh, you've never been in love? Oh, I answered yes first, actually. So. <laughs> I was climbing my Aki tree today and was literally thinking about you sitting under a tree. <laughs> a mango tree, right? What does that no, actually mean? But I was in an Aki tree today, an Aki tree. Okay. I was, I was, uh, I was in the Aki tree, like for real though. <laughs> but I'm supposed to be under a mango tree, and I know Aki yeah, tree. Yeah, you're on a mango tree, but I was in no, not this is not figuratively, you know. I was climbing a tree today. Like literally up in the tree. Literally. Now. Right. Literally <laughs> up in the tree. <laughs> Interesting. All right, guys. Next topic. What, what are we doing? So the next topic was actually brought to us by content creator Kevin Samuels, who posed the question. Kevin Samuels. <laughs> Men determine who the high value men are. Men determine who the high value women are. Do you agree or disagree and why? I'm trying not to go first, guys. I really am. <laughs> this is me practicing patience. Any, many, many more. I need time to. <laughs> that's very interesting so i would actually say How? okay that it would be men who determine who the high value women are and i would say women would determine who the high value men are say that again so the inverse. So men would determine who the high value women are. Women would determine who the high value men are by their actions. Okay. Okay. Uh, so if that's the case, then that high value would be different depending on the age of the women and the men. Correct. Wait, what do you mean? So we think about it, right? So when we were younger, well, a lot of a lot of uh, girls at that time, they wanted the, you know, the guys who just were not doing right, for lack of a better term, right? Mm -hmm. And then once they experience that and they see what that's about, then <laughs> then they start to smarten up, so to speak, right? So I think that um, men have uh, more of a generally shallow perspective initially, and then they start to develop depth and they look more for quality, not quantity, right? So just from those perspectives, the value of the opposite sex would be different depending on the age group that is then, you know, determining who is high value. 
I mean, to your point, no? I, I see what you mean. So I, the, from the perspective that I was viewing it from, so regardless of the age group, a certain level of man is going to be perceived as high value by all women. So okay. what, I feel like what you were articulating had to do more with a, like a phase in life as we right. all go through, like as you articulated with men going through that phase. And I'm mm -hmm. saying that for, and because of men being that shallow, let's say in, in terms of their taste, that's, that's why they decide who the high value women are. Okay. I kind of agree with the inverse, like Josh. I think I think each sex determines it for each sex. I don't think men determine it for men um, on a situation. So I don't think that. And I, I, I kinda, yeah. go ahead, guys. I kind of want to disagree. I want to say that this meme. I mean, like hearing KG break it down and then hearing you break it down, Josh. I feel like the meme is spot on, but. <sighs> I can't really say why. <laughs> I can't articulate why, but I feel like the meme is 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 on point. Because I feel like when that when men are or let's say when men are young men at that younger age, usually they're going to flock to what all the high value women are flocking to. So that's why I'm saying that they give that value to that to the men. It's not that they control the value, but their actions are giving the value to those high value men, if that makes sense. I see what you mean. Dating, dating, is, dating is a marketplace. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a marketplace, eh? It's a weird meme. Supply I don't, I don't really have demand. To about this. Yeah. KG, you have any thoughts on the meme? Um, yes and no. Uh, initially, uh, when I read it, I was like, well, so? You know I mean? Like, whether, <laughs> I mean, because it's like, whether it's right or it's wrong, you know, sometimes I can be a little detached. Whether it's right or wrong, I feel like it doesn't matter. But for conversation purposes, um, I would, it seems as though it has to be the way that Josh says it, because how could a man determine what's high value for a woman? Right? So you'd be like, this is what women like. I mean, like, if that's the case, then we're like, so men are the media then, right? Because if you just, you say it enough and you like, you play a song enough on the radio, you start to like the song. So we keep saying, hey, this is what women like. This is what women like. This is, what they're like, that's that's what this means essentially, right? Because how else do you convince a gender? We're not talking about an age group, you're talking about a gender on the planet. What is considered high value or not, right? I don't know if it's necessarily that it's just men, but if we really break it down, it seems like because we're in a capitalistic society, I guess men created it, right? Then that's what it is because high value if we're looking at any age group, we're talking about somebody, one of Destiny's people said love is security. What is security to a woman? Bread. Because bread provides security, it provides option, it provides control, it, it provides stability, structure, right? So if in a capitalistic society that was made by man, so to speak, 
then I guess, yeah, men do determine it because they definitely determine what a high value woman is. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It, it definitely is marketing and advertising for sure. And a lot of uh, gaslighting. <laughs> Facts. What do you think, Destiny? <laughs> Honestly, like I'm, uh, I'm reading this meme and it doesn't mean anything to me. At all. <laughs> Me either. I'm like, yeah, what is this? Yeah. Well, initially, I was like, so, but since we're going to talk about it, all right, so this is my thought on it. It doesn't, doesn't really mean nothing to me. Um, as I think about it, like, I'm literally here and my mind is, is going over uh, the whole concept of dating and all of that. And I still don't, this, this still doesn't, <laughs> to me, my mind went to a whole different place. So, um, I mean, yeah, let me say something. Um, or, or, or can I ask qualifying questions, right? Like what or who determines a high value man? What or who determines a high value woman? When you say high, what do you, what do you mean when you say high value? Like that's, that's the question. Yeah. Honestly. Well, high value in this context in the dating sphere, right? Means a person that a majority of people would be attracted to. So for example, yeah. someone like a celebrity, a majority of people is going are going to be attracted to a celebrity, someone who's a model. A majority of people around the world are going to be attracted to that person. So what 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 gives them that high value from your perspective for both men and women? But isn't high value really saying more personalized than that? I mean, high value to me is who I would actually want to be with, right? Isn't that really what the high value is? Like, yeah, because them being a model or a celebrity, doesn't that already yeah. make them high value? Like, so you take know. that out. And I don't know. Well, e-money says money. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> Status. <laughs> I mean, I feel like what's happening right now in the dating world, you know, people treat it more like a marketplace. I mean, it can be more like, okay, so you, you're not interested in me, but there are like 20 other guys showing up in my DMs who are, right? You know, where's the value really? You know, it's like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to, <laughs> it's more like a marketplace to me when I see like how people are really doing it. And value is value to different people. You have, you know, the Christian girl out there who's looking for something X. Then you have the model out there who's looking for something X. Then you have the regular single mom out there who's looking for something X. I value to someone could be a virgin. <laughs> I value so many different things. <laughs> And usually there's an overlap with that value, though, because this is why I said the majority of people would perceive them as value or high value, let's say. Hmm. I mean, but it's still hard. I mean, even if majority, because it's not individual, just because 10 people might like the person, but me and two other people don't, then I don't consider that high value no matter how many other people like them. So it's like it's a weird question to ask or whatever. I mean, weird, mm -hmm. I guess, definition on that. Interesting. Right. Like you know, a lot of people make, a lot of guys make it. Let's say Cardi B high value. I don't. 
You know what I mean? For my own personal reasons. So it, it depends on, you know, how you feel individually, I guess. So. Right. And to say money makes somebody high value in like the dating realm. Like if we're just talking about just people in general, high value, money makes them high value. Okay. But dating wise, like if they have a lot of money, but they're not spending any of it going on dates or, you know, whatever, does that really make them high value? If their personality is crappy, if they are not a good dresser, if that's what people are into, if they don't have a sense of humor, are they still high value just because they have money? I think it just depends on, right. Yeah. That's what the person perceives as value and where right. you are in your life. Like in your twenties value is who, who can show up the most, like, you know, who, who can pop off when you're ready to go to the club or who, mm -hmm. you know, who's got it. Like, then you get to another age group and it's like, okay, who's really about that bag right now? And who's, you know, I mean, it's, it, I think it's depending on really you, that individual and what they're looking for at for. this point mm -hmm. in time. And then, you know, the value kind of comes in and, and as you go out there and seek those things, that's what's high value to you. I don't really think that there's like a, a perfect thing to it in the sense of, okay, this is it or that is that. I think maybe generally speaking, it goes down to more like maybe personality types where people look for, you know, honesty and stuff like this, like in, in a general, very wide, wide, broad sense. But in the more specific sense, it depends on each person and, and where they are and what they're doing. Interesting, because I would say the majority of women will say they want men who fit this criteria of being nice and respectable and reliable but when they're presented with those options they're not interested in those men mm. is mike frozen oh Pull up the i'm right here that. thinking like <laughs> no I'm, I'm here but i'm like who are these women though like, right you know I mean? like, pull up those receipts <laughs> <laughs> because i think both sexes like with those three characteristics you just named both sexes want that. Those are just, you know, basic things that they want in a partner. They might not want those guys for other reasons, not because because they exhibit those traits. There's other things outside of that. I mean, even though they have, I guess, the foundation to those traits, there might be other things as they go up, you know, it's like, nah, I don't really like, like this and that. So it's not just because of that, I don't think. And Claude, this says these terms, these terms high value are generally used in the dating advice realm. People who aren't done, who haven't done the research or are exposed really aren't up on the lingo, possibly lost in translation. Maybe perhaps that is it. I, I, I think it also goes a little bit back to maybe the, the idea of someone being like out of your league or something like this. Right. Mm. You know, when you think of, okay, you are a, five and a half in, in general thinking of how people think and this person is a, is a nine you, you know like y'all just not on the same level kind of thing mm -hmm. and, and and what are the criteria that i use to qualify you for five and a half and what are the criteria that i use to qualify you for a seven you know it, it, it still goes back because i uh chloe was talking about like these dating advice and stuff like this but people you have to see the criteria like if i'm seeing what they're using to measure fine i can say okay yeah you know but as we're speaking here we're just speaking real openly and broadly it's hard to pinpoint something and say okay this is this is value this is not value because every scale is different 
So if somebody's out there saying, okay, this person's out of your league, why? Why is it out of your league? I'm coming to you from a perspective of knowledge. I know something about you and something about her. Why I say she's out of your league or he's out of your league. That's interesting. Right? Because I guess I would agree that it would be the opposite of what you're saying because essentially all of all three of you have defined and because you have that wisdom and experience, it's a very specific definition, right? But this is why I said the majority. And in terms of the majority, it's millions of people who think this way. So clearly it's not that hard. It's going to be a lot easier for y'all to see the difference because y'all have that wisdom and experience. But we're saying on a, when we're actually talking about broad and broadcasting and a vast amounts of people they do fall into those categories as we can see by marketing and advertising because those aren't wasted dollars at all and that's (laughs) billions of dollars based upon these already established norms but i think like the 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 desire what do you call it desirability of a man and a woman really peaks and, and falls, you know, depending on so many different factors, right? You know, age, age, looks, location, uh, so, so many different things, right? And then, you know, you go, if you go into <clears throat> this desirability thing now, we, we're talking about a different thing, right? <clears throat> so I feel like it's, I don't know, so many different parts of it, I guess. And even when, when clothes, <laughs> to the specific criteria for you know what she said high value men and high value women as a general consensus well who made the criteria so it's still like an, another level to me when I, and that's because there is one do you have to follow that criteria before which you deem to be high valued or not that's why i think it's an individual what you consider high value not what the criteria says high value i guess right because it's like for example somebody would say you know, okay, I would only be with somebody who's like a postgraduate or something like this, because maybe you think education is such a, you know, um, high value to you. But then here we are in this world right now where like so many people who are really rich and whatever, we ain't got no education, dropped out of, well, that kind of education, right? You know, a postgrad or um, bachelor or, uh, you know, doctorate and Mm. dropped out of high school or college or whatnot. And so what if I decide, okay, I don't, I don't care if you got a formal education or not, you know, does this mean that I don't think this person is high value is what I, I'm trying to get from it. Like, well, according to club majority rules. So I guess <laughs> it, but I mean, she has a point in some ways because yeah. that's what I said initially dating is now a marketplace. Remember I said that in the right. first time. Because right. I understand the statistics. The statistics are there, right? As as a person who studied psychology, I get the statistics. It's there. So there's a lot of stats on it based on the marketplace. It is a marketplace filled with so many different statistics. <clears throat> Absolutely. And to your original scenario, Dust, if a dude is a five and the chick is a nine, granted, on paper, they're out of their each other's league. However, if that dude... <laughs> is a entrepreneur has things going about himself and as e-money alluded to got some bread that increases his value in the dating marketplace 
but does that really answer our question? So we we do know where the value, let's say, comes from. But does it go back to the meme and answer the question? Who 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 determines Determined. that value? <clears throat> who I mean, determines that value? Does a guy determine the value for the woman? Does a guy determine the value for a guy? Isn't that what the meme said or something something like that? Something like that. Mm-hmm. But this is why I said what I said, which is why it's the inverse. While men decide to value women and women decide to value men. All right. You decide what you're looking for as a woman and men decide what they're looking for as a man. And I would say typically <laughs> for ladies, let's say, usually they're going to be attracted to the dude who all other women are attracted to. Usually those are the statistics. That's what the stats That's a high value. <laughs> That's what the statistics say. <laughs> but the statistics are based upon the actions of the people. So this, the people have already spoken and the statistics are just recording what the people have already said. Blind demand. Correct. That's what, sorry, a lot of persons think about dating right now. This is the same thing I was saying. Like, you know, a lot of persons will be like, why I got it? You know, you, I really, I like you and I think you're high value. I hit you up. You're not interested. Okay, well, you know, 20 other persons are actually interested. Now, that's true. People don't stick around or fight for anything. And they're like, all right, on to the next. I agree with that 100%. And then they yeah, get this. You have dating apps, and you can swipe left and swipe right. Right, but <laughs> then it goes back to what you guys were saying. Once they experience all that other, let's say, filth, and then they're like, "Oh, this is what's out here," and then they go back to that. <clears throat> yeah. The internet made all of that uh, interesting. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. It's, as it's right at your fingertips. Absolutely. Sorry. No, no, that, that, that's fair. And as we transition to the next segment, which is all about the memes, this one it was actually sent by KG as well, which is from TikTok, which is kind of related to what we were talking to. Things women never tell men part. Sometimes, fellas, you know, women have egos too, right? So let's say you got two women checking for you and they're checking heavy and hard. There's usually the case. One is usually deeply in love with you and really want the best for you. And the other just wants to win. And sometimes the one that backs away and steps back is the one that loves you the most. And the other one just wants to win. And oftentimes that's why when you get with the other person, the relationships deteriorates quickly because they didn't really want you in the first place. They just wanted to be able to say they want. So, yeah. That was very interesting. When I first heard that, the first thing I thought of was The Bachelor. <laughs> I was like, that's exactly what The Bachelor is. Yeah. Yep. Those I don't watch TV. Show. What 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 is it about? <laughs> it's essentially a competition uh, between women to compete with other women for the attention of one bachelor. And at the end of the show, they're supposed to get married to that bachelor. So I think there's hmm. about a pool of what is it thirty? Starts out starts at thirty, then they all have to, and they all live in the same house. So the house. guy is dating thirty women on TV. Yes. Yeah. And Actually, then, yeah. And then they Actually, have the yeah. bachelorette, which is the inverse, where a woman is the essentially the prize, and then you have thirty men competing for the woman. Look at that! It's like flavor of love. I don't think any of them actually. 
liked him. They just <laughs> wanted to win. Flavor, flavor. Oh man. Wow. I mean, to the main, to, to the point of the meme, though, that happens a lot when there are two people involved, whether it's men or women. At some point, uh, one of the one of the parties essentially don't even care anymore. They just want to win at this point, yeah. whether they really like the person or not. Right. If they know about the other person, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. And I'm actually curious what you guys think about this meme, courtesy of our sponsor, Huda Ratchet TV. Is this ever possible for the lady to propose to men on bended knee? So I saw it and I say, I don't see one or might be an unpopular opinion. People might disagree with me, but if that's what she wants to do in her relationship for her man, why not? Because society society says a man is supposed to propose to a woman. Okay. And I would say that's that's fair because you have a lot of assertive women who go after what they want. So why not go all the way from my perspective? <laughs> I think my question possible? would be Yes, it's sorry, definitely possible. No, is it possible? Yes, definitely possible. Everything's possible. Is it um, um, <laughs> something that happens on a regular basis? What happened to KD, no. man? No, definitely. But I think um, you had to make your point that way, Ariella, because it is, I guess, looked down upon more from women to other women if she's doing that. You know what I want to know? When they get married, should should she give him the name and, and, and she do all the things that the guy, the guy does? KG, I told you, we were thinking about the same thing. <laughs> this, is, this is my thought process right now. I'm trying to figure out, like, do we turn everything around when that happens? I think my follow-up question would be, no, no, I'm, are, I'm men, are men accepting this proposal? If your girl pulls up and That's gets down on question. her knee, are you like, yo, what are you doing? You wildin'? Or are you like, yes, like, what do you do? <laughs> Guys, would you say I mean, yes? It's a, it's a lot to unpack there because <laughs> one thing I would think is that, no, seriously, I'm like, well, am, am I taking too long for you? <laughs> are you trying to get on me? Are you trying to uh, force me to marry you? I think I'm you already know that. I think you already know the answer to those questions, Miguel. The answer is yes. Right. <laughs> right. So, when she shows up, you already So likely, know. yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to, if I wasn't ready to do it myself, then I'm not going to accept hers because she did it for, you know what I mean? So now. Nah. Because it's the same thing I would essentially say say to a guy. If you're going to pull a ring out to a girl, you should know. Even though it's a surprise, you should definitely know if her answer is going to be yes. Mm -hmm. And if the answer yeah. is no, is the relationship over? Yes. Right. Mm, good question. No, it's an easy question. Yes. <laughs> For her, it might not be. I mean... What if he doesn't want the relationship to be over and he doesn't say, he says yes because he doesn't want the relationship to be over, but he doesn't want to get married? Then what? I mean, are we saying if she proposes? Yeah, she proposes. proposes. Well, either, well, for the man here in this situation, right? He's oh, not okay, ready to okay. get married, but she proposes, but he's not ready for the relationship to be over. Oh, so no, it's not over at that yes. point. So he no, just I'll, says I'll yes. About I would think about what Josh said, like if I proposed, if she said no or whatnot. Like, but you know what? Good. What the thing is, as we as we often conclude on this 
show here. You know, it's it's easier for women to misconstrue men's intentions than it is for men to misconstrue women's intentions. So chances are, if he did not propose, he's not ready. Right. And so she proposing, he probably even said to her before she done gone by, by that ring, I'm not ready to marry you yet. And she still then went to buy the ring because, right? Because she thinks he he's 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 trying to say something imaginary to her, right? So. So how long should y'all wait, ladies, before this happens? <laughs> until you have the conversation, until you know he's ready to get married, and maybe you should just let him do it. As from what the majority of the panel is saying. I mean, her biological clock is ticking. Maybe she ain't got the time to be patient, I, you know? I'm what if she don't want to have woman, kids? I'm not saying a woman can't go and propose. That's her prerogative. If she thinks that that's her way, you know, more power to her. I'm just saying that I, I'm trying to get back to the point where a lot of women misconstrue where men are in their relationship. I don't so disagree. unless you have that conversation and you know the same thing I would say to a guy, the minute you pop out that ring, it shouldn't be, oh, wow, surprise. Oh, my God, ring. Um, why? <laughs> it shouldn't be like that. You know, you should have it in your mind. We're there. That's where we are in our relationship. Our ring is going to happen any time now because we've had that discussion. Does he get to keep the ring when they break up? <laughs> and Big Mike, I feel like we might know someone who might have used this advice in the past. <laughs> Correct. We do. Who's proposed six times, I think, whatever. So, Damn. Yeah, but that's not a hit over there. I think but it was like, five. Um, but yeah. No, that's here now. We need to talk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but for her, to, to Destiny's point, I feel like they might actually had the conversation and he wasn't ready. So she was like, you know what? Right. I'm going to do it on my own, whatever, like that. So, like, well, like, like, like Chris, like, like Christy and Jim Jones. Say, right? He yeah. wasn't ready, but he accepted that ring. You see, they've been engaged for however long. So he didn't want to break up, but he didn't want to get married. Mm. What kind of ring do you get, though? Like an engagement ring? Dude, God, I'm, I'm confused about this. <laughs> <laughs> you playing, Mike. Got the wedding band know, already. No need for the ceremony. <laughs> right. Because if she gave him a wedding band, that's like you married. So I'm all confused. Like, what is she right. giving him a proposal to? Mm. <laughs> promise ring. Yeesh. <laughs> yeah, as in promise you're going to propose to me in the future. <laughs> Propose to me with a, with a pinky ring. So I'm like Propose in private. Uh, uh, wait, really? Because everyone wants yeah, it like, photographed kidding. nowadays. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she should do what she wants to do. She feels like her relationship is ready for that. And she wants to and he's going to say yes. And she should do it. Speaking of ready, we have a mean about someone who is not. <laughs> I feel like some people can relate to that one. <laughs> you know, as you show that, can I pop in? As you show that, there was this five country challenge, right? So um, I was doing my five country challenge in a couple of travel groups. 
and I saw like this one picture, one lady who did her five country challenge. So in each of the pictures, she's in she's in the picture with a, a, a gentleman that she blurs out his face, right? But then I read the thing as like five different gentlemen from five different countries. So everybody was like, you go girl, live that life, do that thing. So she's like, you know, let's blur these faces out. I don't want to get these Casanovas in no kind of trouble. Damn. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> nice. It was, I was laughing. I found it funny. Sure. It wasn't her best yeah, life. Appreciate yeah, I appreciate it. Too. She, 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 she looking out for them, right? Yeah, now? I appreciate that. Like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Yeah. What's understood doesn't but have I to like be said. I like her. You know, you, you, a lot of people act like they don't, they don't get some when they go on vacation. <laughs> Plausible deniability. <laughs> oh, boy. Right. right. I like her, too. She's cool. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, and the next meme is courtesy of KG as well and accurate. Come on, come on. I see no changes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> right? Girls do one squat. Oh, look. Really? <laughs> Yo, they need to go squat with Ariella. That's what they need to do. Oh, boy. <laughs> I see the games already. Mm hmm. Damn. Those oh. are good squats. <laughs> and the next meme is why cheat on someone you don't want to lose with someone you don't want to keep? Mm. Because maybe, um, as we said earlier, maybe the, the, the relationship, the sex in this current relationship is not giving you fire no more. So maybe the cheating and starts and ends with the sex. Mo fire. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's foolish, though, if you don't want to lose them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. anytime yeah. you want to do something like that, you have to think if. The question always, if I lose them, you know, how will it affect me? And if you're like, oh, I'll be good regardless, then, you know, go ahead and do it. But if you don't want to lose them, then, yeah, that's, that's stupid. I, yeah. Chris, hold, I hold, 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 hold on. Hold, is it worth it? Hold, hold on. It worth it? Hold on, Big Mike. I have to ask because at the end of the day. I need it at the same time before sex and then I need it separately from sex. Sex without hair is like a sandwich with no bread. I need it. <laughs> Now you're honestly telling all of us if those parameters weren't being met, you would be feeling the same way about this meme. But look at <laughs> no, 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 the first part of it, you don't want to lose them, right? So let's say if they're not being met, then I'm be okay losing them, right? So I'm saying the same thing. All right. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Hilarious. Josh, That's the key Josh part said, to it. Josh said, keep that same energy. All right. She didn't can't, can't be just for sex. It's not always rational. That's true, too. That's what we said. Can't start and end with the sex. People who cheat don't think their relationship is in, in jeopardy when they do it. Absolutely. I probably think the other person won't have a clue. 
Right. Doesn't change, doesn't change nothing. Right. And or has <laughs> mentally checked out so they don't care if it is in jeopardy or not. If you don't care, then you don't care about losing it. That's my point. Yeah. <laughs> so, I agree. I once was a girl was like, damn, I hope she catches me. Because I want to her, so. <laughs> so wait, why well, not why, why not staying? just break up with her, Mike? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why you stay if you really truly want her <laughs> to catch you? Send her a picture and be like, hey, what you, think of <laughs> you, you didn't want to be the one to break up, huh? Correct. <laughs> at that time. But if I would have broke up, I would have been like, oh, no, you've caught me. What should I do? You know, like, I would play it off. Bruh. <laughs> but I'm happy. Just let Why, that girl go. Mike? Why? Let her go. <laughs> this is a long time ago. Oh, this is a one week Mike period. Okay, I got you. Correct. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, That's boy. fair. Alright. <laughs> you know why? Because it's much easier sometimes. Breaking up people is not it's not easy. Like you know what I'm saying? So unless you live unless you live with them, it should be quite easy. Listen, I mean it, it's easier now, honestly. Before <laughs> <laughs> it was very hard for me. So I was like, if you catch me, it'll be much easier than just having to say it or whatnot. So should be easier <laughs> then than it is now, but send her a picture. <laughs> <laughs> for me, that's not no, that's not the same, but that's pretty good though. You know yeah. Oh boy. And the next meme is if someone not texting you back, they just trying to they're just not trying to fuck with you. Let's be real. Everyone keeps their phone on them twenty four seven. Fuck the BS courtesy of sweatpants poppy. Yeah, people make time for the things that they want. But texting you back, how? What are you using to rationalize this? Are you texting me at all hours? Or are you expecting me to text you back 2.5 seconds after you text me? Like, what is the rationale? Yeah, there you got to be reasonable in that, right? As adults, in my opinion, <laughs> as adults, right? We have jobs. We have responsibilities throughout the right. day. So if you text me at five o'clock and I don't text you back until five thirty, five forty-five, that's okay because I was busy, maybe, right? Like, don't jump down somebody's throat. Like, oh, what was you doing? Um, whatever the excuses they may make up in their mind. But you know, if somebody texts you back in two days, that's different. I I, I don't know who. Well, for me and in my life, I don't keep my phone on me twenty-four-seven. I do not. <laughs> And I am the worst texter I know. I literally remember my friend calling me and said, I texted you about something and you didn't respond. And I said to her, I responded already. And she said, no, you did not. And I went to check the, the, the message and my I wrote it and it's still in the, the thingy. I just didn't click send. I am one of the worst texters I know. I don't care for texting. I prefer to pick my phone up and call somebody or you pick your phone up and call me. But And I never keep my phone on me 24-7. Now, when I'm working, you are never going to reach me by text. Never, ever. <laughs> so I think never, it's important ever. for people to know who they are, I guess, getting to know or talking to, whatever term right. you want to use. If you know that the person you're dating is like destiny, right? Doesn't, is not a texter and they're honest and transparent about that. Like, look, I'm not a texter. And they pick up the phone and just call you. Then that's how they communicate. Um, but like I said, I think people make time for the things that they want. So even if you're not, um, you don't have your phone on you 24 seven, but you're interested in someone, you'll make the time throughout the day 
to check up or check in or whatever with that person, whether it be through text or phone call, whatever it is that you're going to do. That's my personal opinion. Yes, everyone doesn't have their phone 24-7, but they make the time to interact with who they want to. I think the best thing that you said was a few things, but the best thing that you said is that um, uh, as far as getting to know the person that you're dealing with, you got to know what kind of job they have, what kind of, life th what kind of lifestyle they live. Um, that's part of that early communication, because then you can know what to mm -hmm. expect as far as how much they can respond. Can they right. be on their phone, you know, the job they have? Can they, do they do podcasts several times a week, you know, like Josh and I do, or do they do whatever? Like, sometimes you're just, like, not, you know, available at the time. So you got to know who you're All dealing right. with and know what kind of schedule they're on. Because now, if you if you know, like, like you're normally free this time, you, you still don't hear from them for several, several hours, then maybe not the person for you. But, again, that's the key, I think, in that situation. Some people think that you go and text them back in like 2.5 seconds. Yeah. Right. Got responsibilities. No. I mean, that's fair. And I, I would agree to each his own. Some people are, you know, calling people. Some people are texting. Texters, I'm a texter, so I'm not going to call you. And if you call <laughs> me and you say something that could have been text that isn't time sensitive, I'm be like, why the fuck did you call me? Like, what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Claude just says, if you film the guy, you're going to take you go on text back ASAP, even if you're busy. No cap takes 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 five seconds. Nah, it's not not, not necessarily. Nah, true. not necessarily. I'm say because in my <laughs> life, when I sit by my desk, I don't even my phone is nowhere where I can see, hear, or whatever. Yeah. And sometimes I have that on do not disturb because I'm busy. I don't want to be yeah. disturbed while I'm working yeah. on something. Yeah. So I, I feel like ahead, social Ariel. media has gotten us like into this. Oh, if she don't text back, she's out with another dude. Like if she don't text back in one minute, she's out with another dude. Or if he don't, right. he's fucking with somebody else. Like that's not true. People yeah. aren't always by their phones. They could be in the shower. They could be in the bath. Like you know, working, whatever. Every, every, whatever. Everybody's different. Mm -hmm. And also, I think it can go the other way. If you're feeling the person, like, you may want to really get into that conversation, whether it's through text or not. Like, sometimes you want to, like, you know, like, read it and, and read what you're going to say, not just send some generic thing back and whatnot. Like, sometimes, you know, I could wait and say, I want to wait till I wasn't busy before I start texting you back because mm -hmm. I didn't know what I might say while I was in the grocery store pushing the cart down now. You know what I mean? I'm going to send a quick text or something like that. Like, I want to be able to really know what I'm trying to say at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I um, I know somebody who um, met someone on a dating app and they exchange phone numbers and, you know, dating apps are like texting, right? Like that's how you communicate until you decide to exchange numbers. And um, the guy, he was not a texter. And she was like, he will hit me up every morning and hit me with this good morning, beautiful stuff. But when I text him back, he don't say nothing. Um, come to find out, he told her, he's very transparent and said, I don't think texting is a good form of communication. Let me know when you're available to talk and I'll call you. But she was a texter. She was like, oh, I don't really feel like talking on the phone to him. So I think it's important also to find your, I guess, match, right? If you're dating somebody who all they want to do is text and Destiny's like, nah, bro, like, I want to talk to you. Might not really work as far as communication. There you go, KZ. Yeah, it definitely was a mass text. <laughs> There's several things. And, <laughs> and then on top of that, it's the other it's the other it's the other part of the communication, right? Because there's been 
times where there's females who I just text because I don't really want to have long conversations with you, but I'd be fine texting you. Then there's ones who I really, really want to talk to because I want to hear everything you got to say. So it also depends on the other person at the same time. Doesn't mean I'm not feeling the girl who I'm just texting. It means that our conversation ain't all that great to me. So I'd rather just text her. So it really depends. That's fair. I guess for me, phone calls are for purely logistics only. Like, okay, your house or mine. That's it. And besides that, are it's you are you home yet? Like, if not, don't don't fucking call me. Don't waste my time. You don't ever just feel like hearing her voice. Uh, that's what voice no. notes are for. <laughs> and if she ever wants to hear my if she ever wants to hear my voice, you can just listen to the podcast. Like, I'm not getting on the phone with you. Dang. I'm oh, different. Wow. I, I, I want a combination of both. I like to hear my girl laugh. I don't want to. Right. <laughs> I always want to see LOL. I'm sorry. That's just me. But. Speaking <laughs> of, once you start calling her baby in the relationship, you can never call her by her birth name again because apparently that's an insult. Ladies, is that correct? No. <laughs> you know, I've seen this crap on like TikTok. Where like they make this meme and you see this girl saying, like, Michael, may I have some breakfast? And Michael's like, baby, what did I do? <laughs> what, what, what did I do? No, seriously. Th- did I do something? Like, your name is Michael. You're gonna freak out because she calls you Michael. You should see <laughs> these videos. Hilarious. I don't know. Does this happen in real life? It did, see, I, I think it's about uh you're like what you like people are creatures of habit right so they use a certain thing so if you only do one thing all the time and then you veer left and do something different it will you know make you think like you know what happened and stuff like that if you called me baby for six months straight all of a sudden you were like michael i'm like wait what's going on you know what i mean even though it's my name but it's not the, what you normally do i no, think maybe, maybe that person also uses the, the full name when they're mad too probably that's it yeah, that's, that's my mom did. That's like when your parents used to do when you were younger. Right, yeah. right exactly. So. Show what? I think it depends on the tone of voice that they say my full name into, right? Like, it, just the stern, if there's a sternness in their voice, I'm like, oh, shit. But if they use my full name, I don't think I would automatically think something's wrong. <laughs> Word definitely a multitude of nicknames. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. You know, I met I met a guy once that says he he doesn't want to learn nobody's name because ma- names get you into problems. So <laughs> he, he be calling everybody the same thing. Scandalous. That's everybody, like, everybody's baby. That's like that, that's like that meme, right? There. That's what it's for. Right, and names be getting you into problems, so you just stick with 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 nicknames or whatever, bunny or whatever. Interesting. And the next one is. I don't know who mother need to hear this, but your son dick gave crazy. That shit crazy, ma. Woo! You did that. Yes, shut Wow. <laughs> Are y'all doing that to your uh your significant other's mom? <laughs> Negative. That's wild. 
Yeah, you know, that was hilarious and completely factual. So, I, you know, it happens. Wait, what? There's something you know you want to share? <laughs> right. It's factual. What's if, factual? If it applies, right, it's factual. If it's not, then, you know, it doesn't. So you want somebody sharing that with your mama? That part is not factual. <laughs> so I mean, what part is factual? Part. I'm lost. The dick game the, strong. The, the, the statement, correct. Oh, but you don't want your mama to know. Well, that's things moms don't need to know. We all know that, which is why you said no. <laughs> Duh. Uh, you know, sometimes I swear Mike is like frozen. His face is going to <laughs> It's some of the stuff Josh says. I'm just, right. right. Like, please, please say it out loud. I know what you mean. Right. Wait. Say it. Still, Mike, after all this time. You, you never seem to amaze me, bro. I'm always surprised. <laughs> and we got it all on tape. Yes. Oh, Mama never watches these shows. Sheesh. Mm. My mama <laughs> might curse her out, honestly. So I, I would, <laughs> that would not end well. <laughs> So oh, since man. we started the conversation talking about being in love with multiple people, what do we think about this meme? Your man used to DM me. Come fuck us then. <laughs> Courtesy of Hood Ratchet TV. I have no thoughts. <laughs> I mean, he married the right woman, I guess. I don't know what I'm saying about that. Or whatever. <laughs> like, like a destiny face. <laughs> I agree with Mike. <laughs> yeah. He used to DM a lot of people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Who's saying? I mean, I don't want to say who's saying that, but somebody but, might. But I, I like the girl in the white dress. She's got a point. <laughs> yep. And this next one is for the ladies. This one is hilarious. <laughs> but I feel like the gentlemen can identify with this as well. When they cut the lights on in the club and you see the, oh, you've been grinding on all night. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up. But it's completely accurate, unfortunately. <sighs> It don't be that dark in the club. <laughs> what? 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 KG saying? Uh, <laughs> Those pills make you act up. <laughs> Why oh is this God, frozen hello. on the screen? She kicked his off. I just opened my eyes and just realized that it's still there. And, uh, I, like, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta write Chloe. <laughs> Eesh. Beware of the snapback. Have you, have you guys ever been in like a real, 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 real one of those clubs where the music is so loud you can't really see nothing? You just jamming, jamming, jamming. What if that really happened? To me, I feel like I would have to agree with Ariella in clubs. It may not be that way, but I would say in like house parties, it could be. Or like in, oh. in at school dances, it often was like that as well. It was like super dark. And then when the lights turned on, whoa, what was I thinking? 
Okay, I remember those. I remember the house parties back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. So now we're going to transition to the moment of truth Q&A where everyone gets to ask juicy questions out of pure curiosity to each other on the panel and in the comments. So everyone feel free to participate. And who would like to go first? Almost forgot about this part of the stuff. <laughs> you got any questions from your friends tonight, Destiny? No. I don't have any questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, KG got some questions. Truth. I'm sure yeah, Chloe did have some questions. KG definitely got some questions. <laughs> I had a question, but I didn't. That that's that's that. the the consensus of this panel is. Jo Josh is the guy that never smiles. I realize the person who 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 likes try to balance everybody out. All the ladies are in love with Mike, and <laughs> everybody thinks KG is the spokesperson, and I'm the pe <laughs> the person who keeps time. <laughs> Do most women have? The thought of desire, the thought or desire to have a threesome. That's an interesting question. I would say most probably not. Hmm. Interesting. Because I would actually say that they do. They just won't articulate that. A lot of women like women. Okay. I think a lot of women like women. Do they? I was about to say that. I'm like, right, right. do they have the thought or desire for it? Threesome is a, a whole different thing. The ladies on the panel answered the question. The, the question is for the ladies on the panel. My, my KG answer is no. <laughs> No folks, straight up no. Most no. Some yes. Answering to the most part of it. So thank you, KG. Of, I, I thought I was the only one. I feel thank like you. no. This is the thing. I feel like you have a conversation, and and this is what I, I've I've seen. A lot of women will make it seem like they're okay with it, and then they're not. And then there's a, there's this one part where a lot of persons will make it seem that they're okay and then they're not. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing is you thinking that, okay, um, a girl is cute or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Being able to compliment or admire somebody does not necessarily mean that you're ready to go take it as far as a girl on girl. <laughs> I think a lot of people will try it if their partner brings it up, right? thinking that it's something that their partner wants, they might not necessarily want it. Um, they'll say, sure, I'll try it because you seem to be really interested in it, but it's not something that I really wanna do. A lot of people go that route. But again, my answer still stays the same, most, no. Oh, the route of a lack of accountability, okay. And Kevin asked, have the ladies on the panel ever wanted to? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Been there, done that. Came around on the boat. Thank you, KG. Just let it flow, my bro. Just let it flow. Have I ever wanted to? Yes. <clears throat> my answer is been there, done that, came home on the boat. <laughs> no cap here. I answered the question. Truth I also answered the question. Truth would, um, <laughs> to, to piggyback off that, would the mm -hmm. desire change depending on the guy that you're with? Like, is there a guy you might not want to, I guess, be more protective of or not want to have another woman involved, I guess. Mm, great, question. great question. I don't think it would be like a protection thing. I would think it would be... Um, well, territorial, I mean, I guess. Best to say. Like the oh, type of... yelling my name. <laughs> type of guy? Like, would he... Would he be able to handle it? Like, you know, could we still function in a relationship after something like that happens like i don't think it would be wanting to protect that person right because i'm not opposed to that so it wouldn't like my standpoint wouldn't be like oh i'm not sharing kind of thing that's what you mean right that's, that's what i mean like is there a certain guy who'd be like you know what listen maybe the last guy like but you no nah, i ain't let nobody else touch you kind of deal <laughs> no i think it would just be more of like him like his um how he is how he acts how he moves but not wanting to like protect him, like if, I, if I'm articulating it correctly. Okay. If he's ready for that, he can perform in that situation. That's what really what I would be more worried about. Okay. No Destiny, I know you've been there, done that. But if there's a certain guy you might go, not go there with, I guess, because you are so into him, I guess you don't want to share him. I don't want to share him. <clears throat> Correct. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> okay. Is that, right, is like, that after living it? <laughs> <laughs> no, like on on a serious note, though. Like, I mean, I think it ha it has to do with stages in your relationship. Like, when okay. everything is all easy and fun, like I'm thinking about sharing and what sharing does or does not do. All right, when okay. it gets a little bit more serious than that then I, I, I personally feel that there's a time and place for everything. Like, okay. I feel like the more committed I am in my relationship, you know, there, there are things that we don't do at this point. And I think that earlier on the relationship, a lot of stuff happens, shit happens, stuff happens. But then you get more committed in your relationship and you have to be willing to let go of some things for that commitment. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. You're less likely the more, the longer you're with the person, that, that kind of makes sense. So I have a follow-up question for the fellas. If your lady... <laughs> this is crazy. Here, here we go. <laughs> if your lady comes to you and says that she wants a threesome, are you... Do you have thoughts in your mind of, like, her cheating on you if, let's say, you say no and you don't want to do it? Well, do you feel like she's going to step out, step out <laughs> on you if you don't, like, fulfill that, let's say it's a fantasy or desire? Well, for one... For me, I need those parameters. So you just said threesome. So as a guy, I'm automatically thinking two girls. So she's going to have to specify if it's two guys. Mm-hmm. She doesn't because we already know that's not a threesome. That's a train, but... Th thank you. <laughs> right. Exactly. 
So then if she doesn't, right? If she says she wants she, to two guys and you're going to say no. So you're asking if my girl wants you, to have a, a, a train run on her? I'm saying if it's with two guys that she wants, you being one of them, and you're going to say no, right? Because we know the guys on this panel are not into that. Do you feel like now your lady is going to cheat on you? Um, hmm. <laughs> I mean, I would. I, it's, it's, <laughs> I wouldn't even think about that right away. Right. I would think about why does she want to add another guy in a situation and stuff like that. Right. That, that, that's what I'm thinking about first. I'm not even thinking about the cheating aspect. Right. <laughs> Correct, Casey. <laughs> We've been there before. Yes, we know. We know. <laughs> that's why we know the answer is going to be no. So what's next? Well, if the answer is already no, I don't know how we arrive at that follow-up question. That's why I'm confused. What do you mean? Follow-up question. Like, what are you thinking now? Like, she, like, yo, my chick just came to me and asked me to basically have sex with another dude. Like, WTF. I, I mean, for me, I'm like, yeah, why, why not the the female version? Yeah, I, I need, I need to, I need to unpack that if I worry about her cheating later on. Or something right. Like that. Okay, that's yeah. fair. That's why I need to. Okay. I mean, especially if she says she doesn't want to have the female version, then as KG is alluding to, she wants open relationship, which is great. That's fantastic. Mm, she's just not into chicks. But okay, I hear y'all. I'm not gonna drill through y'all's answers like y'all do me. In the <laughs> That's what happens when you have direct answers. <laughs> Does anyone have any follow-up questions for anyone? KG seemed like he was about to be on a roll. <laughs> Correct, KG. Right now. And we actually had a question from IG for the ladies. And it is. A question for the ladies is, do y'all know how important fellatio is for men? Men will engage with someone who looks like Fiona from Shrek if their top is legendary. For the most part, it is one of the most powerful orgasms a man can experience. And it seems like a lot of women are too lazy because they don't understand how significant it is. What's the question? Do y'all know how important fellatio is? Yes. Yes. Yes, 100%. I mean, you should probably play the sound bite because. because I mean, it's... really, Ariella? Top <laughs> <laughs> left. Right Ariella's face kind of went, of course. Okay. Yeah. Like, what's the question? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Very important. I think it's important for men and women. But for the it's question for ladies, yes, we know how important it is. We know. We understand. I, 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 no. I don't know if it's equal, though, right? Because if you go to his question, the way he worded it, will y'all mess with somebody who looks like, you know, whatever, just because he has legendary head game or not? Nope. No, I'm just saying the importance of it. I've, that's We're talking part about, about the question. Like, <laughs> it's very right, important. I'm saying, the question. 
I think it's very, but I don't know. If, I don't know if it's equally important or whatnot. Like, so, know, so really, like, men would mess with a chick who looks and like have Fiona already. And her head is fine, yes. and that's it. That's all you're gonna get. Thousand percent, absolutely. Thousand percent, hundred. I know a dude who left his whole wife for twelve years <laughs> because he had a girl who was giving him some good top on the side. <laughs> so, yes. So Seriously. the top is that important. What about the sex? Like, at some point, you're gonna want to have sex, no? I'm just telling you what happened with my man. <laughs> like that. And then this is what happened. This is what happened. He was he was he was messing with his girl at his job and he was getting top from her on the side at like wherever. And then he got caught. <laughs> and then his wife was like, you know, you gotta stop, whatever, whatever. And he said, All right, I promise I can stop and we're gonna stay together. <laughs> then the girl still worked with the office. And he was wow. like, Man, I I, I just couldn't stop. <laughs> so, so just to so reiterate, go, just to reiterate, to, other meme. to your your follow question area, the most powerful orgasm a man can experience. So just throwing it out there for you. One more time. That goes back to that other meme. So I guess it was worth it in that situation. He um, cheated with somebody he didn't necessarily want to keep, but right. Okay. Because when it's like. It bees like that. <laughs> okay. Okay, oh, G, boom. you had a question. You said boom. Okay, boom. So so boom. Oh, that's the right. question voice. <laughs> <laughs> and as we get there, Chloe had a question. Would you be offended if asked for a prenuptial a prenuptial agreement? What about a paternity test? Great question for the ladies. Prenuptial, hmm. no. Paternity test. It depends on where we are in our relationship. I mean, what led to the request of a paternity test? If you got a kid from the person, probably mistrust leads yeah. to, to, to this question of, of paternity test. But I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be afraid to give a paternity test or a prenuptial agreement. Or would that change how you feel about him or how you yep. look at him because he asked? Okay. <laughs> it will change. The paternity test request yeah. would mm-hmm. change because if I'm in a relationship where I, I, I'm I trusting you and, you and you're supposedly trusting me and then you pop up on me with a per, per, uh, per paternity test, then I, I'm thinking something different. What caused you to think this? That's interesting because a lot of ladies will but, say exactly what you said about the prenup. That's very interesting. No, prenup. I mean, I'm a business person. I got a lot of ties and, 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 and NDAs and stuff like that. Prenup is a necessity in my life. I would agree with Destiny's same answers. I wouldn't be offended by a prenup, but a paternity test, yes, I would be. Um, hmm. Just because at that, like, at that point, like, what, what made you question this child? Yeah, that's, that's, I think that is what would, would get would get it more than even <laughs> KG, you know, you know, you know. But anyway, um, it, 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 I guess it would be more about what made you ask me for paternity test. Is it just, you know, it, it brings up a lot of other things because it's not going to be like, OK, paternity, um, prenuptial is, you know, it's a part of the process of of getting to know each other. You come out, you say what you have, what I have, we put those on the table, we sort his and hers, all of these stuff. You know, it's a process, it's a part of the process. But then now we've gone through those processes, we've been 
in the stream of things, let's use timelines, you know, typical timelines together a while and then there's a kid. So now you're building a family. What made you question this family we're building? Mm-hmm. Well, it's just, I feel like it could be standard operating procedure. Like, what's no, the big I, deal I don't if have there's a problem presenting it? I'm just, right. it's the question behind it. Why? Well, yeah, because what else are you questioning now within this family structure and this relationship? Right. But if you have no question offering it, then what's the issue? Because what made if you... you're asking me to prove the child is yours, it can be construed that you think it's not yours. And what if the parents ask for a paternity test? The parents of the me? of of the of the guy. I guess. Yeah, so, right. yeah, what if his parents? They better not ask me that question. They better <laughs> ask him, and he will tell them no. Interesting. Okay. I mean, if I guess. I guess it depends. I mean, I've worked. If you know what family office is, I have some family office clients. Okay, this is basically when you deal with high ticket, like high level. When you have a portfolio of over a million, these are typical questions. Okay, so it depends on who you are and what your family structure is. Um, when you have a certain portfolio and certain assets, these are typical standard questions. So it really depends on what your portfolio is. But like his or hers down the corner by the barber shop asking Patty, <laughs> is this your kid? This is a whole different situation. That's fair. Okay. But I guess that's why I was coupled with the prenup question, which is usually the standard operator procedure for the, the parameters you just laid out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to be bitter if you ask me for a paternity test, right? Like, I'm going to get it, and then I'm going to be petty. Like, here's your fucking test. Get out of my face. Because why? Like, unless I gave you reason to doubt that that was your child or anything like that, yeah, no. In a normal relationship, it's going to be hard to just say yes. Um, Well, not say yes, but hard to not think that there's something behind it. If you're Mm -hmm. coming at the level where, as I said, there are different structures. So if you are coming into a certain type of family, it is expected, right? You know, that family is broken down into assets and liabilities and, and legacy. And so you will be questioned if this legacy is a true legacy to be added to the family tree. Then this is something you would know prior to. So when somebody presents you with an ask for... Uh, test then you won't feel a certain kind of way but if this is not something that is in your family structure at all and we are up until this point and you just present me with this test then that's going to be a different reaction interesting because i feel like usually in those instances having a child out of the out of wedlock or on the side is normal right It, it can easily happen as is as we see from pop culture right that sometimes ladies will not disclose if it's a possibility that the child is not theirs. So it's really just doing your due diligence as a human being. Yeah, but, I mean, I, but if this is said, though, get offended. if this is said, though, I mean, I, I guess it also comes up. It comes with how you communicate this, Josh. Right. Right. Because if 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 you're communicating well, then, you know, chances are then this would not be taken in any kind of way but if it comes across as a certain mistrust then of course this person is going to think okay this is a mistrust you're you're, you're thinking that i you know i stepped out on you 
I mean, again, it's up to that person to take it that way. And it could be presented that way. But at the end of the day, it's up to that person to take it as a form of mistrust when it's not presented that way. Mm. Ain't they got to do all that, man. Just get a little swab. Swab the baby itself. Exactly. Done. Don't even got to let her know. Something like that. Exactly. The test could have been done with this conversation already. So KG Mm -hmm. ass is getting head cheating. No kissing and nothing else. The guy getting head? Our girl getting head. Either I. Is it different for? (laughs) He didn't say. He didn't say. He didn't say fellatio or cunnilingus. So this head, either or. Right, just everybody, right? Okay. (laughs) Yes, in my opinion, it is. Hmm. Okay. I mean, yes, it's 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 cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely is. Destiny didn't answer though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. Sorry, I was reading something else. (laughs) And KG's next question is very generic, but why do women's libido decrease in long-term relationships, marriage? Is it because they are accomplished? They accomplished their goal. That's 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 a fair question because oftentimes that libido is definitely not slowing down with there's no long-term relationship, which is interesting. Also, want to ask KG, does he think it's not cheating to get hit? I'm just curious. Um, I think there are many factors involved here, KG, um, because they accomplish their goal, like their goal of being married or in a long-term relationship. Is that your question? Um, but I think, you know, everybody's body is different, right? Everybody's body reacts to getting older differently, um, having children, um, stresses on their body, like day-to-day stresses, responsibilities is different for everybody. I don't think there's one clear-cut answer. Um, I feel uh, like it's never that cut and dry when it comes to women's libido decreasing. And it's never a generalization as in all women's libido decrease. There are so many different factors. um, Postpartum, there's so many different things. Later on in life, menopause. So many, so many things, you know, as a woman gets older, there are different changes that may or may not um, affect her sex drive. And there are, there are cases where women are not affected. They get more sexual as they begin to um, achieve the things that they do want to get and get comfortable. They open up and become a lot more sexual. So, you know, it's never cut and dry really as to that your, your libido decreases. Hmm. Who giving me side eyes? What did I do? What did I do? (laughs) (laughs) What did I do, Chris? Miguel, any questions? questions? Oh, uh, (laughs) I forgot about this this segment for tonight. It was off last week, but but not to have any. um, I guess I'm sorry. And KG asked, "Do y'all think that's why side chicks are such a thing?" Hmm. 50-50? Like, yes and no. Not because some women's libido decreases. I don't think that's 100% why side chicks are such a thing. You could keep looking at the camera all you want. I mean, that's the only reason why side chicks would be there. That's the main, that's the overwhelming reason. Because women's libido decreases? 
Mm. Well, if there's, I wouldn't agree. I wouldn't agree with that. If there's, is that the only purpose of a side trick for sex? It should be yes. And you know what? I'm sorry to cut y'all off, but this goes, <laughs> goes back to my question in the chat about difference between a side chick and, and a, um an entanglement or whatever you want to call a situationship. And I feel like there's some sort of confusion with, uh, lately with the difference. And even closer, what's the difference? There's a clear cut difference. One of them is just for sex. The other one, you're having. You know, intertwining with them, you're going out with them, you're doing different things. You're almost in a second relationship or whatever. So, yes, it's all there for. It's all it should be for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that, Miguel. Well, just, if that's the it, case, that, you know, it's just for sex, then okay, I get why side chicks exist then. But my, my, from my point of view and from what I've seen around me experience wise, a lot of people don't just cheat especially when they're in we were when you think about being in a relationship until somebody's sex drive decreased then this is a long-term relationship and usually when people in long-term relationships decide to find a girl outside it's not always necessarily because of the sex that they're not getting inside it can be different things some people feel they're fu they're fulfilling something else too out there oh. I think if they're fulfilling something else that is deeper than just a side chick. I think there's like goes back to that kind of love and love. There's like definitions for these things. They're not always they're not all the same. I but guess. There's still um, a chick on the side, no? It's not your main. Correct, but you're kind of but that's her like okay, so it came from the last show. They, I was, when I was a side dude, right? They said you didn't spend money on the girl if you were a side dude. I'm like, why would I? Her entire thought process is I don't want to get caught. So while we go out, she doesn't want to get caught. So it doesn't make sense for me to spend money on her. It just, it's not logical in, in that situation or not. So. Okay. okay. Right, but the sex is the most important. Okay. Absolutely. And Clodis asked the men, men, you allowing your kid to call another man dad or nah? I think that would depend on if you're a deadbeat dad or nah. Because if you are, it's really not up to you at that point. Correct. Yeah. And then, but generally, no. Why Hell would call him no. dad when, or, or she has a dad. They have a dad. Does not make any sense? Mm -hmm. Your ex wife is like, you got to call him dad. Mm -mm. <laughs> why? Yeah, why? Exactly. <laughs> got a dad. Got a mom. <laughs> oh, my. Mm. Nice questions. This, this chat is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that, guys. And we have another question from social media. What about the one I put in the uh, the WhatsApp today? <laughs> oh, let's let's get that let's get that up. Where is that? Where is that? Yeah, that's a great question. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Really, Kevin? I would say now. <laughs> oh. And then you're going to laugh behind me. That's <laughs> Put the eyes and laugh. Right. Oh, boy, oh, boy. What's the question from social media? <laughs> well, it's kind of related when you look at it. <laughs> Ladies, this, this your man, Barbara, <laughs> she keeps... 
him crisp, right? You trust him at house calls. If she making house calls, right? Absolutely. Right. During the quarantine, you know, being socially responsible. <laughs> First, Why not? My butt looks fake, but if I trust my man. <laughs> her legs are so tiny, right? Right. That's a fake ass butt. Eesh. If I, if I trust him, sure. Go for yeah. it. Why not? He, I need him crisp. Crisp. <laughs> <laughs> I need him, KG. I'm telling you, black woman. <laughs> what, what are we talking about? I think we're talking about the, the, the uh, butt sex. Oh, I, I answered this twice on this panel, right? I mean, for yeah, me, it's a no. This. Yeah, for me, it's a no. And this is both personally, culturally, you know, for me, it's, it's a no. I guess, Kate, you wanted to hear it again, I guess. <laughs> we've covered, we've covered this. Yes, we have. <laughs> and I'll be the question from social media. In our social media age for men, women, what would be considered inappropriate interactions on social media for people communicating with your significant other? Didn't we talk about this once before? So Can you control what other people say right. on social media? So you're saying inappropriate for what someone else is saying under your person's post. Correct. Nothing is inappropriate. We go we go we go and sit in bed and laugh. Oh my god, did you see this one text? <laughs> oh my god, let's look at her pictures and see what she's up to over there. <laughs> oh my god did you see that that's what we're gonna be doing you can't stop what people has to say right. on social media i mean if right. you get caught up in what's appropriate and not inappropriate then you're using you're letting social media determine how you feel and how you 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 do your stuff right i think that goes to off of social media too right you can't control who's gonna text your phone or call your phone um if they say something inappropriate, I think it would be on you or your partner, you know, whoever's receiving the message to kind of nip that in the bud if that's not the type of energy you want to receive. If a, a female texts my man's phone, very inappropriate, like, I want to sleep with you, let's just say, that's on him to be like, stop texting my phone or whatever he's going to say to kind of get that to stop. But what's the question? What would you consider inappropriate? Yes. Inappropriate. Yeah. Talk but I'm not gonna get bent out of shape box, about it. And then let's talk comments. Then talk friends, friends, people. Hmm. So, what's inappropriate in your inbox versus in your comments? That's what you're saying here, Josh. Well, it's from social media, so that's what they were saying. Whoever sent it. Trust me. Listen, as a girl on social media. You cannot stop nothing from happening. People be sending you dick pics, be sending you pics and their pecs. I got one dude send me pictures of his him doing this. I don't know what the hell that's supposed to do. <laughs> um, people do whatever they want to do. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can control that. 
other people's interactions. Yeah, people people do whatever they want to do. <laughs> and Chloe asked, "Does your opinion change when you know the person, or if the person is your friend or colleague?" Can you put back what Chris Chris said something a while ago? I didn't get to see it. Roll that's that's a that was about question. the hair. That that's was about a the really hair. good question, actually. Roles reverse. I'm not cool with some dude showing up at my girls. Does your opinion change when you know the person or if the person is your friend or colleague? So my friend is being inappropriate to my significant other. I have to have a conversation with that person. Yeah, if that's my friend. Now, well, what, what if it's was. a colleague? Is it the same parameters as social media? Do they know? I mean, like, there's questions involved there, right? Do they know that that's my significant other or in know? this case colleagues usually usually know yeah then we have to have a conversation and usually social media knows as well and they just Not don't they don't just don't care them. that that means they just don't care that's a massive difference i mean if it's your if it's your colleague like you're at a work party and you know your your colleague that obviously you done showed up with your spouse you know, steps up and, and, and is inappropriate, then it's a, you know, what's up with that kind of thing, right? You know, that's a different reaction because it's like, we're right here, you showing up, interrupting, being rude kind of thing. Um, if it's uh, on social media, where nobody cares what the hell you have to say, social media kind of thing, you know? It really depends on how they approach and if they disrespect you in the process of their inappropriateness, you know, because how people step to you is also important, right? You know, there are a lot of things that you can ignore and dismiss, and then there's some things that you definitely have to put them in their place about. So what is considered inappropriate to you both men and women on the panel? That's the question. What's inappropriate? <sighs> I think on social media is not like anything on social media i can't see how that could be like inappropriate for me to care in person like destiny said like if you're being disrespectful in person you see me with this person and okay now we have to address this hmm. so nothing on social media for you no matter what he comments or something like that i mean nothing. it could be inappropriate but i'm not going to be bent out of shape about it like I'm sure if I feel it's inappropriate, my partner's gonna feel it's inappropriate too. They're probably, like Destiny said, they're probably gonna show me and say, yo, look at this chick being wild and inappropriate in my comments or something like that. I mean, I would say similar for me, stuff on social media don't get to me. I mean, I, I'm a social media manager by profession. I've seen it, <laughs> like this stuff doesn't, doesn't phase me in the least. Um, if you're talking about uh, stepping up to me, I mean, you know, that's a different thing. I'm, I've seen stuff like this. There's some things, as I said, you know, can easily be bypassed or probably just ignored. But then there's some things where you're definitely going to have to nip it right there and then not even afterwards right there and let them understand their place. So it, re it really, it really um, depends on that. <laughs> I was laughing earlier because I remember a girl who was trying to get back at her ex by showing up at a party that he was at with his new girlfriend and walking right up to him and kissing him on the lips. Wow. <laughs> she just stuff. walked right up and held his face like <laughs> right on the lips. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> People do some wild stuff for attention. 
So if your girl or your coworker <laughs> puts heart eyes under your man photo, you good, ladies. Yeah. And I girl and gents. Mike, you good but with that? If it's in the if your mark? girl or your co oh your girl or your co heart eyes. I mean, why would it bother me? Is he looking good in that photo? <laughs> I'm bothered. I think I would say first of all, my girl, my for real girl, she's not going to do that. Um, Possibly. <laughs> so it's not something I'd have to worry about. If another chick did it, then no, it's not inappropriate. I'm not going to care because she's not my friend. Even if it's your coworker. Uh-uh. Nah. If she was trying to be funny, I don't know. It does. I'm saying it doesn't bother me. Somebody putting heart heart eyes under a picture. I can't get wait. What does that term trying to be funny mean? Like, I don't know what that means. She was trying to be funny, like, yeah, maybe she was trying to be funny. I don't know. I would probably be like, what is this? But not read too Mike, far. Mike, share into the it. joke because you haven't said anything and you're just laughing over there. I I'm laughing I, because I laugh she, 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 because she answered the question with the same. I don't know how else to say it. Right. <laughs> so, but um, for me, uh, it depends, I guess, like what Chloe's trying to say, if it's a personal individual, like, do I know them? Are they my close friend? Are they somebody who I deal with on a regular basis? And, you know, like, then they're stepping out of bounds, almost as if we are in person at that point. But if it's just somebody on social media, then I can't get me. I don't know them that well. Stuff like that, but it, somebody who it I would know bother me if I felt like it was a threat. If I felt threatened by this person, then maybe I'd be bothered, but it's not gonna bother me. She wants him, there's probably a lot of people that want him and be bent out of shape Again, about of, every person commenting. No, but it depends on how close they are to me, I will say for me for commenting on social media. Yeah, even that, like if somebody I know who's my close friend and like my girl. Drops a bathing suit pick and he like, damn, you looking good in that bathing suit in the comments. Like, <laughs> of course I'm gonna be upset. Like, is that really no. your friend? Like, would you consider him your boy to be commenting under your girl's bikini picture like that? I wouldn't expect my friend to do that. No, but I'm saying right. to Chloe's question, hypothetical question, if that happened and if I knew them, then that would upset me. Yes. I agree with you, Chloe. A lot of people, lol behind some disrespectful shit. Uh, they, they try to pass things that they're being disrespectful with. Ha, ha, ha. And they're not, not really funny. You're just trying to be disrespectful. Josh act like he didn't know what that term meant. I didn't. That's why I asked. Okay. Duh. Why ask the question? Cap Josh. But if she's being disrespectful on the low, then wouldn't that make you more upset then? I guess? Not if I don't know her. But, that, but that's why I feel like the Little Mermaid may be capping because you honestly telling me you wouldn't care if your coworker said that to about your man's post and then you would see them so, every single day. Said what? But we never said said anything. We said heart emojis, heart eyes emojis. And you wouldn't you wouldn't care at all. You see this person every single day. You wouldn't care. Yeah. So every single day. Put into context, my coworkers don't know my significant other. Like they don't know them personally or anything about them. And to have found them on social media, how did that happen? Like, for me, that's not a real life thing. Um, but again, if they put hard eyes and I'm like, oh, this is trying to be funny, maybe we might need to have a conversation. But it depends. Like, it depends on who it is. I know y'all don't like that answer, but like, I'm really not getting bent out of shape because one, my man doesn't want my coworker. Two, I am not friends with my coworker like that. So it is what it is. 
you're I, mean, I, I, I think it's I'm a, sorry. I think it's a good answer. I, I, that's kind of my answer. It depends on who it is. For me, it's just how close I am to the person. So I agree with that 100%. So. And then KG's question, how does the panel feel about interracial relationships? Oh, my God. That's, that, we'll be all night with that. It's <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> you started at, at 11, KG? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, Josh, remember that show on New Year Radio? Oh my God. Right. I mean, for me, it's not a big deal for me. I have engaged in it before. So it definitely wasn't a big deal to me. I was always the, let's say, the token minority in all the educational institutions I've been in. So it was always kind of like treading water for me. So I never really saw an issue with it simply by the numbers, right? Because at the end of the day, dating is all about the numbers, it's a numbers game. So in certain instances, sometimes people of other races may be the most attractive in that situation. Not saying that one race is more attractive than the other. It's just that you, when you're dating, you want to be with someone who's attractive at the end of the day. And if a race, uh, you know, dating interracially is not a big deal for you, then it's not really going to be a big deal. So... I have dated interracially in the past, and I will say that it's not something I choose to do again in my future, um, just because I choose to date someone uh, more similar to myself in terms of race. I feel like we can relate to each other better. Um, if I were to have kids, I would like for my kids to not be interracial, right? I want to have black kids. Um, there's a slew of different reasons, right? I don't knock anybody in an interracial relationship, right? Different strokes for different folks. I know people who are in them. Um, but personally for me, it's not for me. I've learned, you know, what I needed to in my past to make that decision going forward that, uh, interracial relationships are not for me. Um, um. I am a product. I'm sorry. Yeah. I am a product of an interracial relationship, not directly by my mom's, but my granddad was Irish and my mama, my grandmama was a black African woman. So I'm a product of an interracial relationship. I have no problems with interracial interracial relationships. People love who they love. That's how I look at it. So um, I got no problems with it at all. Um, I, I, I have an issue with the double standard, as Josh and I have talked about on other shows, when um, sometimes look down upon if a black guy is with a, a a woman outside of his race, but if a woman does it on the other end, it's not. It's sometimes celebrated. So this I have a problem with. But as far as uh, me personally, I've done it. But... I've kind of went to the Ariella phase from doing it. I needed somebody who were more who more was culturally in sync with me, who I can relate to. So after doing it, I would never do it again. But that's just you know where I'm at with it. You know, to point on something that you said, I think the problem with that is I have literally heard like black men say out of their mouth that they don't want to be with. Uh, a black woman. It's not because, okay, I don't want to be with a black woman. It's like, I don't want to be with the nappy here. You know, describing the whole here on your head look like mine, but you don't want to mm. be with me kind of thing. Mm. I think it's that kind of energy 
that makes that divide that you you're just talking about right mm -hmm. because um it will come off as in you know black women are all the faults are pointed out when they say this stuff so I, i've heard it several times it's not like okay i love who i love don't be mashing on that it's the, it's like okay i don't want black women because they're too loud they're too this they're too that they're too destructive they're too this i don't want the kinky here and they start to make black women look like it's nothing to be desired that's the part that i have a problem with mm -hmm. mm. agreed and um like what big mike said date who you want and to destiny's point but leave black women out of it if you're gonna date outside of your race that's fine but remember if you're a black man dating someone who's not black your mama is black so don't come with the disrespecting of the black women and we have attitudes and all that kind of stuff leave all of that out date who you want that's very that's, it. that's very interesting because is this same energy there for this brothers ain't ish society that we have now are you holding those ladies accountable for those comments yeah. directly 100 because again we we don't we don't hear that ladies until we bring it up right now like direct we, accountability correct. we we don't because hear it until like right now we don't hear it at all and that's not accountability because you're not saying it then but you're gonna say it now that's not accountability i wouldn't say it's niggas ain't shit just like there's all types of men who ain't shit it doesn't have to boil down to black men but again it i'm, not, For, no, I'm not standing on that pedestal saying that right so i would say that same thing like josh said leave the race out of it black men ain't shit lots of men ain't shit get you a man that you know likes you as we've talked about on this podcast before and then maybe you'll get the things that you're looking for in a relationship and then as Chris said, those men are typically not stand-up men anyway. And I agree with that statement completely. However, accountability. Who chose this man? Who chose to procreate with this man? And then at the end well, of all that, you still say that, all that, of that. That's not really which is what interesting. Saying, though, right, yeah, no. It's more about it's more about it's more about somebody, for example, in a situation where I am in a club, let's say, I'm in a club. I'm in a club in the middle of Colombia, dancing salsa with my friends, having a good time. And so minding my own business. And a guy chooses to point out, point out, I'm minding my own business, chooses to come into my space and point out why, without knowing who I am, he doesn't want to be with black women. But women do the same thing. Like no, it's, no. it goes both ways. It, yeah, we're, I'm we're not saying it's please. not, but this not, is what we were talking about, right? Not I'm just saying, not being with, but bashing, saying like, oh, uh, she's that's black, what we're saying. So she they has black, And black women bash black men, too. I say, he's black, so he ain't shit. He don't want to work. He's lazy. He got baby mamas. They do the same exact thing. I've been hearing it my for, forever, people. Well, I don't I know why. They, I don't know why there's there's conception that black women don't bash black men because it definitely you're right. We do, but it's not right. This Just is like the point it's not I'm right for black it's men not to acceptable. bash black women. It's not acceptable right. for anybody to bash yeah. anybody because you can love whoever the hell you want to love. That's the point we're trying to establish here. The the, the argument is not who's bashing who. The argument is it should not be right. You know, there should not be a, a guy 
who's thinking that because of the color of his skin, you know, he's not ish or whatever. I mean, I've been to 37 countries. I'm used to people profiling me. Just last year, I was locked up in Toronto Pearson for an entire day just because of the color of my skin. I'm used to that. But when it comes on to somebody who is the same color as me, when you start to profile me and say stuff and you and I are the same color, that's when we got problems. So I don't think anybody should have any man, not man, not women. Everybody's not the same. There are a lot of deadbeats out there on both parts, mamas and papas. So Agreed. make your choices better. And KG says this wasn't where I expected the question to lead. I'm not sure where you expected it to go, but I told you it was the rabbit hole. I tried to tell you, like I, I've been down this topic so many times. Like, I already know what happens. So basically, you saying not to blow it out of proportion. Let's not blow this out of proportion. What's that? That sounds like a cartoon. Joker. Oh, Joker. Total rabbit hole. Total rabbit hole. Sensitive subject, sensitive topic. Absolutely. But valid question. Great question. And thank you for the answer, everyone. And thank you, everyone, for joining us and participating in the comments. Thank you for our esteemed panel once again and KG for joining us while he could. And we'll see you again next week. Bye, love. Bye. Peace, everybody. Bye. I don't know, yeah, yeah People already eavesdrop If you're out here having dope-ass conversations while you're lit It's like, why not? Why not put it into a podcast? He makes podcasts He's here outside of the city Pick his brain I'ma just be here And you two were just going at it back and forth